0: What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? It's your boy, Chris Dyle. You are tuned in to the Arrowhead Chief Podcast, episode 156. This is the Chiefs vs. Raiders preview show. Hope everybody's having a good Friday evening. Um, we got a lot to talk about. I got some special guests on today. i will introduce them in a second. Until then, let's talk, Chiefs.
1: Yeah, Arrowhead Chiefs. It's your girl, Miss Nicole. Okay. We can hustle, baby. Uh huh. Started from Started the bottom, now the we home. here. My homie at the start of his career. Let's go. Try to warn him
2: early, hear uh-huh. the truth. Uh huh. Tuning every Sunday for the juice, man. Hey. Chief Podcast bringing hey.
1: all the news. Jack, if you missed the play, come back for reviews. come hey. style. Out here record for the crew. Post game highlights, go uh-huh. subscribe on uh-huh. YouTube. Uh-huh. If you missed the play, come back for reviews. Post game highlights, go uh-huh. subscribe on uh-huh. YouTube.
3: Uh-huh. But-
0: We are back, Chiefs Kingdom, Arrowhead Chief Podcast, episode 156, Chiefs vs. Raiders preview show. Like I said, we got some special guests first, two guests from the Tell the Truth Podcast, Kingdom Cast Family, DG and CJ. What's popping, fellas? What's going on? What's going
3: on? How was the holiday weekend going? Hey man. Had a Good. little
1: piece of cheesecake already. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah.
3: banana
1: Pudding
0: going crazy. Right. And then I got my guy Ma from from my podcast, Chris Allen Maul Podcast. He representing for the Raiders. What's going on, Ma?
2: Not much, man. What's up, gents, man? How we living? How we feeling?
0: What's What's good? What's going on, bro? man. That was y'all Thanksgiving, man. Y'all was good. Y'all eat enough, man. Y'all you feed y'all faces
1: too much. I <laughs> learned my limits.
3: <laughs> <own> right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I was asleep by like 7 30. Boy, I was tired, yeah, bud. You did. right? That I just um, go crazy. You learn man, your limits when you get older, boy. Man, facts, boy. I could not yeah. get out that couch, man. I was slumped, All
1: right? All right, yeah, it was good, man. I, thanks, shout out to that uh, that leftover plate, you know, the, that the brother had this today, you know.
3: How many plates
0: y'all hit. take? let I me mean, y'all take home? Man. Oh, I got it's two.
3: better the second time around.
1: I, I had two. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, from the white side, one from my my family side. So you know. it's always better. Oh time. yeah.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't call this a crossover, now This is more like family business over here. Family <laughs> business, man. <laughs> it's family business over here. Right. Pie right. cousins. That's what we call each other, All right? All right. <laughs> All right, fellas. Uh, I'm going to start off on on the Chiefs' side first, and then we'll get into the Raiders. Um, Let's go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room first, the scoreless second halves. Um, (laughs) The past three or four games, we've been scoreless in the second half. Whether it be penalties, turnovers, drop passes, it just hasn't been good. And um, it really showed up in the Denver game. Um, (laughs) We, you know finally dropped one to the Broncos at the 16 games, 16 times beating them, they finally got one on us. And it was more of the self-inflicted wounds, you know what I'm saying, that we we posted in that game, drop passes, like I said, penalties and stuff. Then it, it happened again in the Miami game. It's just our defense showed up. Um, and that, well, how they've been showing up all year. Um, and then you come into this Monday night game against the Eagles, I felt like we controlled pretty much the first half. Come out the second half, have an opportunity to put that game away. And once again, self inflicted wounds, more penalties, fumbles, just drop passes, big drop passes in key situations. It's just, it's been like that for the past, I would say, three or four games. So, where do you guys see with these second half uh, droughts? DG or CJ, wherever you want to oh, go, go first. Go ahead,
3: DG, you got it.
1: Um man, like I said it's 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 the little things, man, penalties uh lack of concentration in certain situations uh, I kinda always felt like the the chiefs have been a team that have kind of struggled in situational football sometimes, you know, uh but these those areas that, that you know that you gotta fix in order to you know to win championships uh you gotta be better in these areas so. Like I've been saying, if they're committed to fixing the little stuff that they're doing that's that's just self-inflicted, shooting themselves in the foot, then you know it'll all take care of itself. But you know you got to be you got to have a, a, a willingness to commit to to doing that. You know, and right now they're just in these second halves they're not doing that. You know, so the lack of execution, it just got to stop.
3: Yeah, basically, it's, um, it's a lot of things you're doing to yourself. Like nothing really Philly did, or even Denver for that matter, honestly, confused us. I think it's more so like you said, Chris, we're just shooting our own selves in the foot. Um, when you have two chances to end a football game, once you're inside the 10-yard line and you fumble, that's kind of mm-hmm. like ripping the heart out right there. And then you follow mm-hmm. that up with a terrible drop. And then in between those plays, you have some penalties and some drop passes. But all of those mistakes I just mentioned are all self-inflicted. That's nothing the defense did to you, no confusing coverages. Just gotta hold on to the football when it, when the plays are being made in front of you. So there's reasons to have some optimism. And I know probably Chief Kingdom don't want to hear that because we've been saying it, like you said, for the last four weeks, that eventually it's gonna get turned around. But and I was telling DG this when I was texting him because I was at the game, like we're putting ourselves in positions to make plays, we're just not finishing. And that's kind of been a the theme all year. Now, I'm of the mindset that you're good and you're bad eventually levels out. You don't stay either way, either way the entire season. Um because like moving the ball as far as yardage-wise has never been a problem for us. We've been top right. five, top ten in yardage all year. Our thing mm. has been scoring in red zone. That's mm. what we're bad at this year, which is the complete opposite of last year. So right. They do have plenty of opportunities to fix that because obviously you still have a second half of the season to get going. Because like you said, Chris, we were dominating that football game for, what, two and a half quarters? Mm. Look like we were about to run away with it. And then the FOMO just kind of took all the momentum when you're on the goal line right there with a chance to take a lead and kind of essentially put the game away because we know Philly's offense wasn't really – giving Jalen too much time. We finished with what, six sacks? So we were really getting to him mm. all day. So we really had the game in our in our hands. All we had to do was just score one more time and that probably would have put the nail in the coffin. But overall it is frustrating because you just don't like to see your best players, especially the guys that are being claimed to be your, like your leaders out of the NBS and people don't want to hear his name, but he did fall <laughs> out for us in the ASU championship game. I know people hate him, but he's made plays for us at times. And Travis Kelsey is our best weapon on offense. So you hate to see the guys that you're expected to be the leaders of your team make the mistakes. And i know they're going to be accountable and they're going to correct themselves but at, at this point chris there's nothing really no more there's no more talking you can do honestly you just got to go out there and do it there ain't nothing i can say ain't no stat or no clip i can make you feel better we just got to go out there and fix it now i i'm i'm all I'm a, i guess i'm like an optimistic person i don't like complaining or saying the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. so it's just like when i see something wrong i just want to fix it and get it done and we know what we need to improve on so we just got to go out there and do it we ain't got to beat a dead horse and repeat ourselves for the next what Seven seven weeks left of the season, so <laughs> we might as well just go out there and do it now, huh? Yeah, for real.
0: Um, do you think with – you know, and a lot of people talk about EB, which is funny because everybody complained about EB last year. But, um, but um, do you think with him leaving um, and added on to – I don't think that there's the one dog in the wide receiver. Like, if we had a dog in the wide receiver room to be like, hey, y'all, we need to get it together. Like, y'all tripping. Like, um, do you think they lack accountability in that room? Just, 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 period. Let's just get to the wide receivers. Do you think they lack accountability in that room?
3: I mean, for one, nobody in that room's ever really been vocal. I mean, even last year, MVS was never really a rah rah guy. Juju really mm-hmm. wasn't. Uh, KT got here late. Nico's never been that kind of guy. So I don't really know who would have been the vocal guy in that room from last year's perspective. And obviously Mm -hmm. we know they have the new wide receivers coach. So people are looking at him for leadership, but I think a guy that's your first year in in the room in the building as the leader, I don't think you're going to really look for him to be the guy that sets the tone for the offensive side of the ball. So I think offensively, we always looked at the vocal guys to be like obviously EB, Pat, Trav, those are the guys that get everybody going. So those are the guys I'm putting the most of the onus on because regardless of whoever else is out there, y'all the three that have to get everybody going. So, um, Obviously, it's a it's a lot. It's a lot to ask for a receivers coach to come in and have your first job be one of the least talented receiver groups in the league coming into the yeah. season. So, or at least start at least established, if anything, because we would have like you said more veteran leadership. Maybe his job would be more easier. But at this point yeah. in the season, him coming into the season, I didn't expect for him to have too much of an impact because like this is a group, a young group, a lot of new faces, but a lot of our guys that were here last year. So you expected them to at least do what they were doing last year. But like you said, it's just self-inflicted wounds. just guys just aren't catching the ball or when they are open they're not being thrown to which is very odd because like you said it's the same system same group we were doing last year so Mm -hmm. i don't really i don't want to discredit E. B. to what he did because he did a lot for this offense but at the end of the day it's the same verbiage it's the same offense so it's not like i'm telling you nothing new that you didn't hear last year so um i don't know what more there's nothing no more we can say like a come-to-Jesus meeting if you want to go out there and work before <laughs> practice, after practice. I mean, you just got to like – you guys just got to get in the film room, man. You know, read the coverages, know where you're supposed to sit, know where you got to get open and just – when the ball's thrown you you got to make the plays, bro. It's just that simple. There ain't nothing more need to be said. It is what it is at this point. Right, right.
0: All right, right Maul, you on the outside looking at you. You don't watch every Chiefs game out there. You know what I'm saying? I know you don't. But you do watch, you know, when they're on TV – prime time, you're going to watch. And you're going to give your assessment. So from outside looking in, what are your opinions on the, you know, the scoreless second halves and the, the accountability thing?
2: Well, I know it's probably sacrilegious, you know, coming from a Raider fan for me talking about the Chiefs. So, but I'm going to give my best though. Uh, honestly, um, I think number one, I don't think y'all guys run the ball enough for me. I think Isaiah Pacheco dominated that game against the Eagles. I think he was he was very explosive in that game, but for some reason i don't know which why y'all allergic to handing him, him the ball <laughs> you know get him a rhythm man because he every time i seen him it was going like five plus yards man you know what i mean like every every run was almost damn near first down um i've told christus from the get-go i'm not really a fan of any of y'all receivers honestly like travis is y'all go too i think rasheed rice he has potential but um for the most part man patrick mahomes man it looks like he's holding on that ball too long because none of those receivers are getting open enough and when they do they don't convert when they need to convert you know i mean i think our defense is pretty much your mvp for this year i know it's pretty I wasn't really a fan of your corners but i became a Trent mcduffie fan i think trick mcduffie is really nice um i was a fan of nick bolton before he got hurt with the wrist injury i don't know when he's expected to come back i'm so su- i'm assuming he'll be back before playoffs i'm assuming um, yes. but overall man um that's that's probably my biggest fear man is just the receiving core man like because um at this point if you look at the eagles game they pretty much triple team travis kelsey Um, that's the only person that you really fear. And if if that's the case, I will bank on the rest of your receivers not converting when they need to convert, and I'm going to bank on that Andy Reid is going to be allergic to running the ball, (laughs) and that's going to be kind of like the demise. But overall, I think you guys still have a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at the AFC, with all these injuries now, like I guess the most – dangerous team out of all of them i would say is the baltimore ravens but i still don't trust their receiving core you got odell already hurt um the running backs can be a little iffy without you know lamar jackson getting hurt lamar jackson is really the key without mark andrews who knows he's going to be back even by the afc championship game if they can make it that way so either way it, it seems like you guys have like a pretty good shot to get back to the super bowl if you can just get one of those receivers whether it's watson or if they finally decide to give rasheed rice more more touches or even if it's Pacheco getting the ball more, I think y'all still have a good shot at making the Super Bowl. But overall, man, that's just kind of my overall opinions about it.
0: And you know Chuck, you know he's gonna agree with this down. Hey, it's 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 been going
1: all around the way, Yo, if, I, look,
0: look, look, if I'm seeing it, man, I
2: know
3: y'all see it. So all, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. like y'all agree with
2: it, you know. What you I mean? weren't lying.
0: So.
3: And more, yeah. like the one of our running backs, Clyde Edwards-Laird, that's like our black cat that half <laughs> <laughs> Chiefs Kingdom don't like, and some are cool with him. He even had was averaging ten yards a carry. I think he had two yards, yeah. two carries to twenty yards. He yeah. even ran good on Monday night. So if yeah. I'm yeah. looking from Andy's standpoint, what more <laughs> do you need to see? Like even <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, even McKinnon, man, it's just like
2: even last year, bro, because it's like I think McKinnon is a very explosive player, but I don't think he's gotten the ball enough. You know what I mean? I don't know why they don't try to feature him. Um, you know, like all right, I know me and him made a bet on Kadarius Tony. I'm not a fan of Kadarius Tony. I think he's terrible because that boy just he he just can't get out of his own way. Um, but I don't I don't know. I don't know the reason y'all know better than me why he why Andy Reid does not want to run the ball, man. Because I think Pacheco's really cool, man. He ran like this, a little this kid is Andy, running, man. Out of trouble type shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know. I really don't know, man. That's just that's what I
3: see. Andy just like throwing the football, you. man. He running when he wants to, bro. I'll yeah. I, I be telling DG Andy's the biggest troll. We had a sack coming into that game on third and short, I think it was this year. We were seven for nine converting mm-hmm. when we ran the ball. Yeah. So the stats show when we want to get a first down via run all we do it. We just yeah, not it. To. like a Andy like doing things the hard way. So I feel yeah. And um and I just think I think it. it's a
2: problem that you guys can't score in the second half. Because I don't know how many times have y'all scored zero points in the second half. Was it like three times? Just mm-hmm. those three times? games. About three Four times. Three games. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it, it, i <laughs> I know I know we're about to talk about the Raider game coming up. I'll have my opinions about that, but I don't know, man. I think it's it's a bad trend though, man. You guys can't score in the second half. I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is, you know. Um minus the receivers. So, but you know, God bless that defense, man, for real. Mm-hmm. Right, for real.
0: All right, fellas. Um what tweaks did you guys see coming out of the bye week? Did you see any tweaks from Andy that he did in the game
1: on Monday? Yeah. And what, sure. what like what were they? Yeah, there was there was a lot of it seemed like there was a more emphasis of getting KT involved. Uh you kinda see him I guess you could say so in a little,
3: came in the backfield. <laughs>
1: yeah, a little bit in that Debo kind of role that mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan likes to run with Debo, putting him in the backfield, yeah. kind of getting him going on some jet motion, and stuff like that. Uh and then also um uh, uh there was a uh, the play on I think we went for it on like fourth and one. Uh there was a formation where we kinda um uh, Swung Kadarius in the backfield, but then uh, kind of put Clyde in three point stand. and uh, not Clyde, but uh, Zaya in the three point stand. Yeah, you know, and kind of ran that trap or whatever, and it it, it worked. You know, we um, ran
3: in the Super Bowl too. That's one of our right. Yeah. Play.
1: So it it was it was some stuff that I seen from Andy that I, I felt like he he kind of opened the playbook a little bit, but then you could still kind of tell there was some reserving of of certain things or whatever. So. Um, but, yeah, overall, I, I did like what I saw, especially in the first half from the offense that they were able to move the ball down the field. They haven't had trouble moving the ball down the field. It's just when they get in the red zone, they just can't seem to put yeah. the
3: ball in the end zone, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, but all, all in all, I was I was pleased with what I saw, at least schematically-wise, you know, coming uh, out of the bottom
3: I think we did the emphasis of getting uh, Noah more involved. I wish he would have got more targets that game. But you could tell those first two drives, we were in 12 personnel. I think 75 to 80% of those drives, those first two drives in the game, so at least of us touching the ball. So, um, And that was one of our most – I think we were the most successful team when we went 12 and 13 personnel in the league mm-hmm. last year with the most explosive plays of 15 or 20 yards or more. So, obviously, like the Jody Fort's injury in training camp kind of hurt us because we really don't have a third tight end that's athletic like him. Blake mm-hmm. Bill is more of a blocker, so it's really just Noah and Trav. And they don't really give any other guys burn. Like, I mean, we got Kendall Bland on the practice squad, and I don't know if he's still even here anymore. So they don't really give too many other guys burn except Noah and Trav. So it's kind of hard, really, to – I mean, it is, but it isn't. I would rather see us stay in 12 personnel more. But based off the coverages and the defensive sets that you saw, they started kind of running more under fronts, meaning putting more guys on line of scrimmage. So then we started trying to counter that by going to three receiver sets, which – like DG said, I would rather us stay in 12 personnel. I think we're better in that formation than we are with three receivers. Just like Chris said, our receivers aren't really that dependable right now at the moment in time. So if it was up to me, I would rather keep Noah on the field as much as possible rather than a third receiver. If it's if it's my not just if the third receiver can never play, whether that third receiver is KT, whether it's Sky or she, whoever they're rotating in. So I think we all agree, like going forward, I know people right don't want to hear this. The guys that are gonna get the most snaps at receiver is gonna be MVS and Watson. Those guys, those two are going to get the most, like, percentage of snaps. And then after that, it's going to kind of be Rasheed is going to get in, KT is going to get in, Skyman get his little break snaps. But those two guys are going to get a bulk of the touches, especially because most of our deep shots this year, our big plays, whether it been a catch or a drop pass, have been the Watson or MVS. So mm-hmm. we just have to realize that those are the guys that are going to throw the ball to deep downfield, and the other guys are going to have to make their plays. So this group is good enough to win games. Like like Ma said, they're good enough to bid it. It's just you just have to go out there and be consistent. And if I'm a defensive team from another standpoint, I would bank on them not being consistent because they haven't done it. But Mm -hmm. thankfully, the playoff run is only what three games to get to a bowl, so you only got to do it (laughs) for three games. So our three game streak, the law of averages, think eventually you're going to level out. You're not going to keep doing this forever. So, but um, we'll we'll see what happens this week on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I did like the two tight end motion that they was doing with Trav and Noah. I wouldn't mind using that. Sending you know Trav on a route, maybe send Noah on a route. And you know, get Noah the ball, you know what I'm saying? Using that to get Noah Gray the ball more, um, or use that to get one of these other receivers the ball. But I did like that. Uh, that was a new little wrinkle that they put in. I was like, I want to see more of that <laughs>
3: in in the game. Write that in the book,
0: right? Like, and I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure Andy did. I'm sure he's
3: gonna
0: right now. He's gonna he like, I'm saving this one. Yeah, <laughs> he showed it so. The, you know, the NFL can see it. And yep, he's going like, he to do something else with it. <laughs>
3: exactly. Um,
0: Let's talk about the defense, y'all. Um, do y'all feel like, and I know we got the Cleveland Browns, we got the Ravens, we got the Cowboys, Phillies defense. Do you guys feel like this is the best defense in the NFL? I think we have a
3: conversation. Yeah. I think there's like there's been no like definitive group that you could say the best. The Niners have had their up and downs. Um, I was at the Cowboys; they're one of the best teams that get turned the ball over. Us ourselves, we have one or more turnovers in every game this year as well. Um, Cleveland has the best secondary in football to me, and probably the DPOI and uh, Miles Garrett. So <laughs> it's probably like a combination of those teams. And you could pick a stat and pick a category for why you think either of those teams are the, the number one defense. But I think any of those teams you just mentioned have a conversation. So if you said Chiefs number one defense on any list for a certain category, I don't think nobody should bat an eye. We've been doing it all year. We went against some of the best quarterbacks. We still have plenty more to play when against the best receivers. We put out the list of the receivers this DB group has seen mm-hmm. all year. Nobody they haven't seen as well. We've been holding teams to under 21, 20 points average this year. So this group has really done everything. I think we're top five in the league in sacks per game, sack percentage. So I don't know what more you can add to the defensive group to do. And we've had Chris Jones miss games, Nick Bolton's miss games. So this group has really hasn't been fully whole Charles and many who miss half the season with a suspension. Mm-hmm. So right. the whole defense hasn't really been together for a whole 12 games and look where they're doing. So imagine what they'll do in a playoff game with 17 weeks under your belt and a whole group ready and spags with a whole season of film and, you know, analytics to go off of. So I think this group is elite. I think you could put them up there with anyone. So I wouldn't bet nigh if somebody had us at number one. Yeah,
1: I, I definitely think they're top five defense. Um I mean like you said you can you can put them up there with the in the elite category. Uh I'm just glad this year to have the actual confidence that our defense is gonna actually go out there and get a stop and create turnovers and things of that nature. So it's 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 good to have that, you know, back, especially in KC because I know that, that was around heavily in the nineties or whatever. So now that it's back that we actually have that side of the ball being able to cook, and it, it, it's fun to watch them go out there and do do what they do. You just just having that confidence and knowing you can you can go lock up a guy like AJ Brown, you can go lock up a Tyreek Hill, uh, and put put them guys in the jail cell and, and pretty much you know play ball at that point. Um, so it's it's been a it's been a dope experience to see them, especially this year, to see the cohesion between them, to see the relationships grow especially in that that secondary you know i know a lot of them guys really ride and play for each other so it's it's been great to see but you know at the same time if we can get the offense to correlate with the defense man it it'll be an unstoppable team so
3: a little bit better That's all they got to
1: do
0: right yeah i agree with you fellas man um you can put any of those defenses in there. Any of those defenses can make a case, you know what I'm saying? You got San Francisco and that defensive line with – now that you had Chase Young to that defensive line with Nick Bosa. And then you got them linebackers out there. It's just – those dudes are crazy. Then you got Cowboys with their defensive line. And it looks like they found the gym with the secondary with that bland kid. Yeah. Uh, he's getting, He broke a record with pick sixes. I know they're not really playing tough teams, but still. I mean, you you could tell that they got some yeah. guys over.
3: Yeah, I mean that's Dan Quinn. He's the champion. J- yeah, hey,
0: you still got to make plays. You still got to make yeah. the
3: play. Dan Quinn. Doing
0: Unfortunately, that. you you know the Jets could be in this conversation if their quarterback was better. Like you know what I'm saying like <laughs> yep. the Eagles, their defensive line is crazy. You know like yeah, there's some guy, And then our I think our secondary is one of the best secondaries in the league. I I could I think I could make a I could make an argument that we're probably one of the more complete defenses out there from, you know, front to back. Because um, yeah. I think the one thing about the 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 49ers is that, yeah, their secondary is good, and they got some injuries with Tafunga, you know, out for the yeah, season. That's, 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 that's a big blow. Um, um, but I think their corners can be hit. Like, Shaveris Ward is a good corner, and he deserved the money that he got last year because he, he's a very good corner. Um, but I don't, I don't think – the other side is that strong, you know what I'm saying, as far as cornerback yeah. play. But uh, but still, they're one of the best defenses in the league, and Cleveland is just ridiculous. You know, Miles Gary, like you said, CJ is the defensive player of the year in my book, and you could possibly make an argument he's the MVP because he's the reason why that team is <laughs> winning right now because it surely ain't the damn quarterback. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I agree. All right, let's shift to the Raiders' side. All right, Maul. Now, on our pod, you had a full-on mm-hmm. celebration when Josh McDaniels got fired. He, was- yeah, yeah. he wasn't popping bottles, but, praise you know. Praise
2: Jesus. You- yeah, praise <laughs> all praise hey, all we the Almighty.
0: Were- hey, we,
1: was, all all was, all you, we was rooting for you, brother. We was rooting for you, big <laughs> dog. Thank, <baby>. you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you,
2: man. Thank you. Oh, uh, man.
0: But, it's, you, it's you know, I, you, you've told me many days that, you know, you was looking forward to this day. And uh, yeah. Antonio Pierce ended up being the interim coach. Mm -hmm. Um, You can see that the culture has shifted. You know, guys have been playing, you know, harder. They've been playing better. Mm -hmm. Um, They have more energy. It looks like these guys are happy. Even if, you know, if you guys lose, you guys look like you're happier. The culture shifted. Speak to, you know, how does the fan base feel about Antonio Pierce and all all that's happened with Raider Nation?
2: um, revitalized, man. It's like a breath of fresh air. I, I told you, man, I feel like a newborn baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when the phoenix dies and then gets, re, you know, rebirthed, I'm like that, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like I'm like a baby bird, man. I feel, I'm still learning how to fly, but eventually I'm gonna get there. You know what I mean? So, uh, man, no, nah, it's just a breath of fresh air, man. Because at the end of the day, man, anything with Josh McDaniels just felt like, it, it just wasn't it you know what i mean like you could just literally tell like i don't know how many times that we need to see that josh mcdaniels just he cannot he cannot set a coach you know what i mean he cannot lead a group of men you know what i mean he might be a, a good offensive coordinator even though i didn't see it when he was with the Raiders. you know what i mean um it's just overall man you, you could tell with the guys make you, you look at Devonte adams bro like the one game uh, where we won, he didn't get a, a lot of catches and a lot of touches, but overall he was excited that we won. You know what I'm saying? Like I think it helps that, you know, I think, you know, the fact that we don't have too many blackhead coaches in the league, I think that helps a lot too. You know what I mean? We got a uh we got a VP who's black, you know what I mean? Our uh GM, he's black. So I think that helps, you know what I mean, Uh, especially in the league that's predominantly black players in the league. I think that helps, you know what I mean? It's a different kind of like front office that you don't see in a lot of uh, that. I don't think any team has minus us, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's a positive in its own right. Um, Overall, man, right now we're just in evaluation period. You know what I mean? We need to figure out uh, the players that we need to keep. Um, players that we need to upgrade, you know, positions that we need to upgrade. Like, we need to get Marcus <laughs> Peters the hell out of. I don't want to see my man in the Raiders jersey, bro. Nah. Get, get Marcus Peters out of here, bro. If I see town, him, though,
3: what you mean, bro? I've he, seen him
2: all from the, ole, in the crib, bro. I've seen him all too many, too many tackles. I
0: keep telling him, that's that's I'm good. Play. Look, he's listen here, his. listen
2: here. I appreciate him, I know he's from the bay. But overall, man, we need to upgrade that. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. He's an older player. You know, his body may not be the same. I get it. He's always done that. But it's been horrendous some of the tackles that he's missed. It's been pretty bad. Like, if he ain't giving you turnovers, he's pretty much good for nothing. I'm going to be honest with you. And I I mean that with all disrespect, bro. I really do. (laughs) So uh, we need to figure that out. We need to figure out um, Aiden O'Connell. He has a good arm. You can tell, like, in the last game, like, he was holding on that rock a little bit too hard. It looked like he was scared in the pocket a little bit. Um, so we need to figure that out. I'm kind of nervous to see how – I'm kind of curious. I don't even say nervous or scared. I'm kind of anxious to see how he plays against this defense. This is the top five defense, you know, going back into the conversation you guys had before. I think I agree with CJ. It's a heavy rotation as far as, like, who could be the great – who could be the best defense overall. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, y'all didn't even mention the Ravens. The Ravens have a pretty good defense as well. Um, you know, Niners, you know, you guys all talked about that. So – Um, I'm very curious to see how we how he does as far as like, you know, passing the rock, how comfortable he feels when he gets pressured and overall. So, um, you know, sky's the limit here, man. We were. (laughs) We're pretty much looking like we – you got a lot of fans, man, already jumped the cliff, bro. I was low-key ready to retire – not retire, but I wasn't about to wear no Raiders, Raider gear for the rest of the year, bro, if they didn't fire this man, Josh, bro. I really swear to God. I swear to God. It was about to be nothing but NFL patches on my on my sweater, bro. <laughs> not the patches. No teams, just NFL NFL <laughs> logos, bro, I swear. So that was, that was kind of my mindset. So I'm, I'm actually happy, bro. I just – I want us to be um, – I just want to see if we could just hang in there, bro, because, like, the last couple of times we've been blown out, man. I've been changing the channel by the second quarter. So if we can hang in there, man, hope maybe even surprise and get a dub. I know it's going to be kind of hard, especially now with Max being doubtful. Um, so it's going to be even harder now. Um, so as long as we can try to, you know, keep it keep it close, you know what I mean, keep it reasonable. Look like we have a fighting chance, man. I'll take that, honestly. That's just kind of my mindset going into the game right now.
0: All right. Let me ask you this. What would make you hopeful for the playoffs?
2: If we beat y'all, <laughs> <laughs> cause, <laughs> cause cause, babe, bro, we got to find a way to get ten wins. You know what I mean? That's the only way we're gonna have a shot. You know what I mean? We got to leapfrog the Colts. We got to leapfrog the Texans, who look amazing. Like CJ Stroud looks crazy. That that makes me even more depressed because that was a, we had a chance to get him. We chose not to pull the trigger on that. So um, yeah, we got we got to start off with a win today. Um, not today, but Sunday. Um, going against uh, going against y'all, man. But it's gonna be a tough road, man. If we don't win, it's fine. You know, what I mean, we ain't gonna make the playoffs. But like I said it's, it's this is evaluation period, so we just got to see how we do.
0: What do you want to see from the Raiders after this season, going into next season? What do you want? A sense see? of direction.
2: Um, I, I would. Um, I think AP has really um, built. Re, he's kind of rebuilding the sense of pride within Raider Nation. You know what I mean? A lot of fans were, were just kind of like, bro, I'm tired of losing, man. I I, I told you this, Chris, before. I want to know what it feels like to be, you know, a favorite all the time. You know what I mean? I want to mm-hmm. know what it feels like to win a, win a ring, win a championship. You know what I mean? Not people bad-mouthing your team, laughing at your team. You know what I mean? Wear, wear this logo with pride, man. I, I love my Raiders, just like y'all love y'all Chiefs. You know what I mean? Y'all wear y'all, y'all, wear, y'all, wear y'all shit with a sense of pride, man. That's, that's kind of how I want to feel, too. So um, I just want to see us have like a program, a sense of direction. With Josh McDaniels, I told you this. We, I did not know what the hell we were doing. <laughs> From the draft to free agency to scheme, I had no idea. You know what I mean? So if I could see just us rebuilding the culture of us winning, having a sense of direction, I'm good with that, man. And we and we could just go from there, man. You know what I mean? Because we were – it was looking really bad, bro. It was looking really bad, bro. I was more of a fan of the WNBA aces than I was watching this goddamn team. And that's not – no shade because I love I love the WNBA. I love it. You know what I mean? There's a, of, there's a lot of women coming up in college that I like to watch coming up in the WNBA. They're killing it. So there's no shade on them, but it's just kind of like just kind of where my mindset was. You know what I mean? Watching these writer games, man. I told you straight up, man. It was, I couldn't even finish watching the game. I didn't even watch some of them this year because it was just that bad, bro. It really was that bad. So that's where it is. I feel you, man. I
0: feel you, brother. Looks like things might be going in the right direction. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, happy day, uh, boy.
2: i was singing that <laughs> song right when we got fired. But I
0: swear. Well, let, let's get into the AFC West as a whole, you know, um, you got the Chargers being the Chargers and they're down at the bottom of the basement right now. hopefully Brandon stay well. Hopefully he doesn't get fired. But it, you know, he should be he should have been gone beginning of the season. <laughs> but, you know, the Chargers are just doing what they always do. Uh shooting themselves in the foot and just looking terrible, just looking bad. Um you got the Broncos on a four-game winning streak. I don't. I still don't know how to hit. The Broncos and the Steelers, I look at them like, how the hell do they just keep winning games? Like, what the Find hell? The way. The way. <laughs> how do they win games? And then you got the Raiders who look like we just talked about. You know, Antonio Pierce is changing the culture over there. And then you got us, you know, the Chiefs. We still at the top of the division. We have our issues on offense, but defensively, You know what I'm saying? We've turned it around. And that's kudos to Brett Veach. He's brought in a lot of young talent to turn that defense around. And we've become a whole different team, you know what I'm saying? But uh, as a whole, how are you guys feeling about the AFC West this year and going forward?
3: It kind of shook out the way I expected. Obviously, I expected us to handle our business and kind of lock up the division relatively early. I expected the Broncos to be playing this type of football defensively earlier in the season. I was surprised their defense was so bad to start the year off. Like, mm-hmm. giving up to the 70 to the Dolphins, I never would have expected that. Especially yeah. from a unit the year before. Last year they were, what, top five of defense? At the end of the year, like, they were really elite. So for them to start yeah. off that terrible, that I know defense the defense was up,
0: so elite last year. I'm about to cut you off. But that, defense was, that defense was so elite last year that if the Broncos scored 18 points a game last year, they would have won 14 and three. Exactly.
3: Their defense is crazy good. I know Vangio left, and they brought in Vance Joseph, but a Mm -hmm. lot of talent is still there on that defense. So for them to start off so poorly, I was shocked by that. So for them to turn it around now, that's not surprising me at all because this is the unit I expect for them to have since day one. The Chargers are the Chargers. Unfortunately, Mike Williams went down with another injury. I never Mm -hmm. want to see players get hurt, but like Chris said, that's who they are. It's always season starts off nice, looking promising, and some of their players start going down with injuries. Joey Bosa's on IR, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um J.C. Jackson, they traded him back to New England, which is freaking hilarious because <laughs> they yeah. told me he was the one. So, that was funny. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Chargers, just being the Chargers. Great team, great talent, but never really put it all together. And then yeah. Staley's a bozo, like Chris said. So, yeah. and That's the tough. Raiders, the Raiders got a lot of a lot of talented players. Like, Matt Crosby, one of the best pass rushers. Devontae Adams is, is number one best receiver in football, in me, in my opinion, with no disrespect to nobody else. I think it's Tay. Um the Darren Waller move, I understand it, but I kind of wanted him to stay because I thought he was a really good weapon for y'all. Just a mismatch guy in the middle of the field. I've kind of been like – it's kind of been interesting, and I kind of get Maul's point of like there's no sense of direction because if you look at from Josh Medeo's standpoint, if you have Jacoby Myers and Hunter Renfro, you should be killing teams in the middle of the field because both of those guys can play wherever – You wouldn't he
2: play, Hunter. That was a problem.
3: And I thought about this <laughs> – I don't get it. Like, does he, I,
2: does he have bro. something like a guest yeah. hunter, like a vendetta or something? I don't know, bro. I you would really think he
0: know. loved him from them from the New England days. You he heard all like the rumors. From like Daniels. I forgot
2: he, cut. he Remember, he, like. he, My bad, to cut you off, but you remember when uh, they had the problems with uh, what's his name, Peyton? What was, what was the running back's name, Peyton, he, the, Peyton Hillis? And he had the whole thing with the rumor was he was hitting on uh you know josh mcdaniel's wife that's why he got rid of his ass you know? so it could have been something like that but look at hunter bro hunter don't look like he gonna be doing some
3: stuff like that bro come on Hunter got bro. a bald head bro no
1: man he got the
2: cody bro he got the cul-de-sac
3: bro like he ain't gonna do that no, it's just like they have some guys, obviously their O line is obviously struggling at the time. But when you have like Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, and Jacoby Myers, like I wanted you can ask anybody more. I wanted Jacoby Myers. Yeah. We got rid of him when y'all when y'all signed him to that three-year deal. I was like, That's the dude that we should have got for that exact kind of money. But y'all mm-hmm. got him. I don't know how y'all yeah, yeah. well, he was in New England, so I get it. He made sense. Go to a familiar system he did, a familiar yeah. but, but for uh, the money though, that was crazy. The money's low. Mean, what was the it? Y'all gave him three for 30? I think that's what it was. Like four for 40. Four for 40? Yeah, like 10 million like like year. Yeah, I mean. How old is Jacoby now? Like 27? I think maybe like 26. Close 26. To 30. Yeah. So now that, that's a good deal for a good a B solid receiver. Like I love Jacoby mm-hmm. Myers' game. I thought he's very underrated as far yeah. as receivers in the league. I know he don't get the love because the quarterback play is not that good. But yeah, for him and what y'all have on offense, y'all have the pieces. Like you said, you just got to figure out the quarterback in the old line situation. But weapons-wise, mm-hmm. y'all straight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, nah. Nah, uh, go ahead, DG. My bad. I was gonna say, um, my my thoughts is pretty much the same as CJ's. Um, uh, you know, I expected the Chiefs to come out and take care of their business. Um, you know, dominate this division, and so so far they're doing that. At this point, despite the loss to the Broncos, um, the Chargers just can't seem to stay healthy ever. And then, and when they're in games, they shoot themselves in the foot all the time. So. I expected it. I I thought they'd be a little bit more competitive just with having Justin Herbert and you know, and him being able to do things special things with his arm and stuff like that, but it just the health is yeah, they're plagued by injuries at this point in time, especially on the defensive side of the ball too. Uh I think Bosa went down, Durham James has been in and out of the lineup. Uh so you know, it's been a tough role for them. Broncos, uh, I I expected like like CJ said their defense to be a lot better at the beginning of the season and it wasn't and that was kind of shocking and then I I still think that offense is putrid and I I don't trust them to move the ball down the field at all uh, <laughs> if uh, if they're not getting turnovers at this point in time I, I don't see them being competitive with a lot of teams and and then to uh, to Ma's Raiders man uh, they've been to me they've been the biggest surprise in the division. So far this year, despite all the coaching changes and and things of that nature, but they got some guys over there, man. That that are they some ballers, man. Jacoby Myers is, is having a, a good year for them at this point in time. Devonte Adams is one of arguably the best receiver in the uh, in the league, and then um, you know I know the the quarterback carousel has kind of been going on, but I really think that um, Aiden O'Connell can kind of step in and be serviceable for them, especially mm-hmm. if they're willing to commit to running the ball with Josh Jacobs and, and taking care of the ball or whatever. I, I really believe that the Raiders issue was just the culture thing. Um, yeah. You know, and once that, once they got, you know, Jimmy, do what I call him, Jimmy do trying up out of here. They turned it over to Antonio Pierce. You can kind of see that, that culture change come around and guys seem like they're having a lot more fun playing football. At least, you know, they might not be one of the most, the more talented teams, in the league right now, but but you can clearly tell that they they enjoy playing for him a lot more than they they did uh McDaniel. So uh credit to them right now. They're still they're playing good ball two and one over the stretch that uh since Antonio Pierce has taken over. So really surprised by what the Raiders have been able to do up until this point.
2: Yeah for sure. Um I think I'm gonna start off with y'all. I think overall man, as long as y'all got Patrick Mahomes, man, y'all good. That defense is young. Um, so they're going to be really good for a long time. I'm, I'm sure this. I'm assuming this will probably be Chris Jones's last year there. I'm, I'm not sure how that's going to work with, with with the money. Um, but he might stay. He might not. Uh, but you no. Know. And then you know, obviously, you're hearing rumors about Travis Kelsey. You know, he's considered retirement. I don't know how many more years he's planning on playing. So, you know, we got to see what's up overall, man. You guys, you know, you guys going to be on top of the AFC West at least for another couple more years. Um until you know some of these other teams figure it out. Like Broncos, you know, it's gonna take a while for Sean Payton to, <laughs> to write that ship. I know they're playing, they're playing a little bit better than what they did starting the season, but that Russell that Russell Wilson contract is terrible. Um, you know, what I mean, I think this might be the best we might see him play. I don't think he can play any better than what he's playing now. He's just a serviceable serviceable quarterback, you know what I mean? So um, I like some of the pieces that they have, you know what I mean? Like, um, I like Corlin Sutton, I like Javante. Um, Uh, Obviously, I'm a big Patrick Sertain fan, you know, I mean, he's one of the best corners in the league. So they got a couple pieces there. It's just going to take them a while. Um, My team. um, Yeah, we we got some pieces we got to figure out we got figuring out we got to figure out the back end the cornerbacks. I like I like what our linebacker play is, but I, I feel like we can upgrade that. I think we need another piece to help out Max to get some pressure. I'm still not a fan of Tyree Wilson. Um, He needs to show out for us to even yeah, have a chance. Jason Carter, gotta
3: have. But had Tyree. Jalen Carter, bro. Yeah,
2: get. you know what I mean, you, bro. I'm gonna be feeling this Josh McDaniel thing for at least another couple more years. Could have had be Carter, revived, right, yeah, to have Jalen Carter, yeah, man. You got
3: a sack? Who? Who? Tyree got a sack.
2: I don't even know if Tyree Wilson even put up a stat at all this year. It's been that bad, bro. It's been that bad. Like he, he, is coming
0: he's a really off of, he is coming off a foot injury though,
2: it's just, it's but that's my point, man. We literally we could have had Jalen Carter, but we 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 got a we got a, a broke down car, bro. Not to be disrespectful, but that's <laughs> yeah, what, what it is though.
0: Yeah, you got a
2: man yeah. who had a Jones Frank uh, uh injury, you know what I mean? So that's that's not really a that good is, start is, for a big for for yeah. bigger dudes having feet problems. That's a problem, that you know what is, I mean? It, that's it, like a that center is. having foot problems. Like you ain't right. trying to draft that, you know what I mean? Most of those guys plummet so uh and then we gotta figure out if we're gonna keep josh i'm assuming josh is gonna probably stay now if we keep ap um so we, we still got a lot of things we need to figure out but i'm liking the direction that we're going in and then the chargers man i agree man they need a they need to hire a whole condition new conditioning staff a whole new medical staff uh, a just whole new <laughs> just blow up blow everything up chm all that like you got the quarterback but the only thing with justin Herbert is justin Herbert has always been that quarterback You can't even see it in college. Like, he puts up great stats. But when it comes to the big game, he always blows the game, bro. He did that at Oregon. You saw that when he played against Jacksonville. He did the same thing. They were up damn near 30 points. He couldn't even take that home, bro. You think Patrick Mahomes is going to give up a 30-point lead? You think Lamar Jackson is going to give up a 30-point lead? Hell, even Josh Allen. You think Josh Allen gonna give him a thirty point? No, it's thirty point. And it only and only happens to Herbert. It happened to him in Oregon, and it's now happening with the Chargers. I think talent wise, he's great. He's great, but there's something I don't know. Just something missing with, with with Justin Herbert. And then I'm I'm a big fan of Keenan Allen. I'm pretty. I'm really excited. He's having like a healthy year this year. Um, it, it does suck to see Mike Williams go down, but I, I'm curious to see where Keenan Allen gonna, is gonna go. I don't. I don't think he should stay with San Diego because. As long as Brandon Staley is going to be there, we, the Chargers is going to charge her it up, bro. As we all agree, I think anybody that pays attention to the AFC West, no one feared the Chargers in the beginning of the year because we knew what was going to happen, bro. They're going to do the bullshit, bro. They're going to be an 800 team, close to 800 team. They might sneak into the playoffs, and they ain't going to do nothing. You know what I mean? This is going back to, like, Phillip Rivers days, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no one cares, bro. The Chargers are the Chargers, bro. Like, no one really puts fear. I think the two teams – I think the team that – might put the biggest fear I think if we can get things right is my Raiders I think if we get our, our 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 organization correct if we get the right direction I think we have the talent that can go up against y'all but we got to figure out the quarterback situation we got to figure out the cornerback situation we got to get help with Max Cross we got to figure out the coach so it's just too many different pieces we still have to to figure out before we can even even think about competing to win the division yeah, I
0: agree with y'all, fellas. Man, with Justin Herbert, man, it's always like he'll make like five throws, and you will be like, "Not a lot yeah. of dudes can make those throws, man." Not yet. And then he'll make a throw, and it's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> it's like he guys like an me? emotional roller coaster, man. Like I don't know, what like you doing? I don't know.
2: This yeah, is
3: just, that know. Quinn, that Quinn Johnston drop was so bad last week. Oh, thought, that was! I bad. felt so bad for Justin. That's how we felt when MVS yeah. dropped that job. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, ain't no way he dropped. See, he
0: see the difference is that when when they went up there for Quentin Johnson, I thought he was gonna catch the pass. But MVS, you really thought that? It,
3: he he really thought you really thought i i i I felt, I felt he was gonna drop that big bro, bro right. like Go ever on. since that tcu
2: georgia game bro he couldn't do anything against them georgia cornerbacks bro. i'm like bro that's
3: the league right there
2: that's the league you about to walk in you can't do nothing with that
3: yeah, I we saw friends. we
2: saw what Marvin Harrison Jr. did to them Georgia boys. He cooked them, you know what I mean? Cook
0: cooked them. He was killing him, Ringo. Cooked. I know he was killing Keely Ringo. He gave Ringo, Ringo in a spin cycle boy. God. <laughs> but Jesus. the moment
2: Keelo, uh, uh, but the moment Ringo got on Quinn, Johnson, Quinn Johnson couldn't even get past five yards, bro. I'm like, that's how I knew Brody was gonna do nothing. To the Ringo not even starting. That's crazy. Nah. he's like
0: fourth string right
2: now. Nah, no, that's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mark <laughs> Jr. was
3: killing him, and then that
0: Georgia sideline was I, out I I still him out. Take him out,
3: him take out, him bro. out. <laughs> bro. The Chargers really passed on Zay Flowers. I'm so glad they did that. I thank God. Oh everybody. yeah, facts. Facts. And I was like, please. <laughs> i thought for sure they was, was about to take him. I was like, God dang it! Now we got to guard him for the next five years. Zay yeah, so, is nice. Yeah, I want nah, yeah. on the cheese. Man. bro. I was like, give me Zay or don't let him come <laughs> to the division, please. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right fellas, let's get into the game, man. Uh this question is from Maul. Well, be for all of y'all. But uh Maul, Raiders on offense, what do they got to do if they want to win this game?
2: They got to control, they got to control possession, man. Josh Jacobs needs to really have a big game. Um and then they just got to work off the play action with that. Um they, Aiden O'Connell has to hit the D ball. If there's any weakness I I've seen personally from that from the Chiefs defense is that they can be beat deep. I've seen it a couple times, you know what I mean? It's been a couple games where I have seen that. So if we can get a couple deep ones with 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 Devontae or Jacoby, that would be great. Uh, I would like to see Hunter Renfro get a little bit more, but I think the middle of that defense that you guys have is, is pretty hard to get, you know what I mean, um, get in there. Um, y'all D-line is crazy, so hopefully our O-line can like hold up. That's why I really need Josh Jacobs to get like 130, 150, <laughs> baby. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> to have a
2: chance, you know what I mean? But we definitely got to control possession, bro. We really have to. We have to keep that offense like off the field as much as possible because even with uh, the way our defense has been playing a little bit better, we did still give up 422 yards to the Dolphins. So that's that does say a lot. So, um, yeah, man, Josh Jacobs, man. Give me 150, bro. I need that, please. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, CJ. Chiefs on defense. What do they got to do to stop this Raiders' off?
3: Keep the pressure on Aiden O'Connell. Obviously, we know this is his first time being a full time starter, so make him uncomfortable from the first snap to the last. Keep pressure on him. We've been one of the best teams, like I said earlier, like in this in the show. We've been one of the best teams all year, getting sacks, pressure rate. We get we get to the quarterback at a very high level, and our back end has been playing off of that. So just keep the pressure on him, confuse them, get a cup, keep that turnover streak we've been having going all year and just give the ball back to our offense as many times as they can. So the more possessions they get, the more chance they'll have to score. So we don't have to talk about this second half scoring issue anymore. So just keep turning the ball over, keep rushing the quarterback and get to keep getting those sacks and those. And we need to get more picks this year. That's the only thing I would probably, if I had to nitpick about our defense, we've been doing everything else. Great. Pressure rate, third down, sacks, stopping the run points per game. Doing everything at a very good level. only thing I would say is just getting interceptions. But I can't complain too much because we are getting turnover. We're just getting fumbles a lot. Whether it be a strip fumble, forced fumbles, whatever the case may be, we are getting turnovers, But that would be my next biggest thing. Like, like Maul said, they're going to have some opportunities where Devontae Adams is going to get a one-on-one or Jacoby Myers. So I would like to see maybe a couple of those throws go our way and turn into interceptions for sure. But definitely keep the pressure on O'Connell for sure. All right, D.J.,
1: Chiefs on offense. What do they gotta do to win this game? Oh I, I think uh going into this game, I would like to see them take care of the little things. Um stop with the silly penalties, especially on in my opinion, on third and third and shorts and third and manageable. Uh stay out of third and long. Um fortunately it seems like Max Crosby's not gonna be in this game, so I think that there's there's a chance and opportunity for you to try to do some things down the field this this game and, and maybe get a rhythm going with that or whatever. But ultimately, I, w- I would like to see them have an emphasis of just running the ball, controlling the clock, being the more physical team, uh, and just methodically working their way down the field. Um, I, <laughs> I don't like talking bad about teams or anything like that, but I don't really see this Raider secondary being able to hold up uh, for a full game if if that has to be. But um, I think you can get some rhythm going against them or whatever. It's a division opponent, so you know them well. You know what they do well. Uh, just go out there and execute. Take, take your time going down the field and no silly turnovers, you know, no red zone turnovers. I think as long as you take care of the ball, this should be – a, a, a good, easy win to go out there and get. So um, if you do those things, you're the better team. Go be the better team. All right. All right. Maha on defense,
0: what do the Raiders got to do if they want to win this game?
2: A couple things. Uh, number one, Tyree Wilson needs to show why he was a, he was the first-round pick. <laughs> he really does. You know what I mean? We got Koontz. Koontz has honestly been probably our second best uh, next to Max. Max. But I, I need Tyree Wilson to show me something, man. He need, This is the type of game where he needs to prove that he can at least show me something. You know what <laughs> I mean? Give me anything, bro. I'll <laughs> take anything. Just show me something. Man, give me one move, set, bro. I don't want to see you do no bull. I don't want to see a bull rest. Show me a spin move. Some, show me a swim move. Give me something, bro. Karate chop something. I need something, please. Uh, overall, another thing, I pray to God Patrick Mahomes does not look Marcus Peters' way. Because if he does, it's going to be a long day for whoever he's. he's. It could be Watson. It could be anybody, bro. Um, nah, facts. Uh, so uh, I'm a big fan of Jacoria Bennett. Um, I think Jacoria Bennett is a really good... Um, Cornerback, Um, so we we have some good young cornerbacks on that on the other side. But stay away from Marcus Peters, please. Patrick Mahomes, if you watch this, he's
0: the first player for real. I know. (laughs)
2: Already (laughs) though. Already (laughs) though. So we, but obviously, uh, obviously the key man is just pressure, pressure Mahomes, man. But it's going to be really hard without Max Crosby, man. It's really going to be hard. So it's going to be up to them guys, man, in the front, man, to show me something and see if they can do anything, man, for real. So.
0: All right, fellas, who are y'all key players to watch for? Mm-hmm.
1: On which side of the ball? Both
0: sides. You one or one. Pick one, one from piece. each side. Or I mean, you can pick multiple on each side. Josh Jacobs for me. I think
2: it's Josh Jacobs yeah. for my offense, yeah. and then I think I, I think it's either Coons or Tyree Wilson
3: on my defense. Yeah. Defensively. I'm gonna go Chris Jones. Obviously, he sets the tone for everything. If he's getting pressure, getting double teams, bringing pressure and attention towards him, he's making George Carlotas, Charles Menin, who Mike Dana, everybody, FAU, everybody's job much easier when nine fives mm-hmm. out there drawing all the attention, getting pressure, getting sacks. So keep that trend going. We had six sacks last week. I don't see no reason why we shouldn't get another four or five this week as well. Offensively, Pacheco, man, just ride your horse, bro. Like this, that time of year. I know McKinnon's out this week, so maybe we do see an expanded Pacheco role. Um, I know we've been there's like we've been talking about it all year. Are they saving guys for the stretch run? Because obviously McKinnon's getting older, and Pacheco had a great run for us last year, and he had to get his little off-season surgery. So maybe they're just trying to save him and not overextend his workload. But this is the time of the year where you need to get guys going. It's about to be December. Obviously we're in the last stretch of the season, so I would like to see Tien get going and get into that rhythm that we had last year. So, yeah, Chris Jones and Pacheco, too, for me.
1: Do yeah. I I would say for us on the offensive side of the ball, and, and maybe this is just from a, a more of a mindset thing, but I'd I like to see um, how MVS responds to the adversity. Um, you know, we know you've had drop issues before um, and, and some concentration issues with, with catching the ball, but can you go out there and, and respond to the adversity after you know, what happened on Monday night. Uh, what? How How were you, you're the experienced guy in that, that locker room. How do you lead your guys at this point in time, you know, knowing that, you know, there was a play to be made and you, you just couldn't make it at that point in time. Uh, so how do you respond to diversity? I applaud him for, for taking accountability on Twitter and putting that out there and, you know, saying it was on him or whatever. He's got to be better, you know, but um, can you go out there and can you prove that? I think Defensively, um, I I probably I, I in my opinion right now, who I who I enjoy watching is how Willie Gates playing this year. Uh, I think he's playing fast downhill. Um, man, he he seems to be a lot more instinctual this year. It seems like he's he's kind of being able to think. The game seems like it's slowing down a lot more to him. Um, Seeing him make some really good plays last week. And he just seems to be playing with a, with a different mindset this year. You can clearly tell he's really focused, locked in. Uh, they know how good they are on that defense, defensive side of the ball. So i like to see that continue with him, see him continue to play at that level, So, especially with Nick being out. So.
0: Right.
1: Um, on offense, I'm going to say Travis Kelsey. Um,
0: he said on this pod, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, he know he messed up. He needs to step up as a leader on this offense. You got to go do it, man. You do it, you know, just, you know, this is the game that you need to get right and show by by example, man. Show mm-hmm. that you are the best tight end still in this league and mm-hmm. go out there and show it, brother. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you fumbled that football last week. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let's see if mm-hmm. you can. And these past and in the games before that, you were shut out. So we need to see, we need to see Travis Kelsey. Taylor, Taylor
2: Swift
0: Taylor wearing them out, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I want to see Travis Kelsey get going early, early on this year. That's
3: ironic because, like, that AFC Championship game, those two guys were the two that made the biggest plays in that yeah. game. MBS yeah. had a touchdown catch. Trav had the one to set the tone. So, like I said, those are the two veteran leaders. So, if you're looking at your guys – Got to go correct yourself and get right, man. And y'all been in this room before. Like, mm. there's been no, no no moment ever that we had last year I was ever more concerned with the receiver room than that AFC Championship game. Juju went down, KT went down, Miko left the game. I was like, bro, I don't know what we gonna do. We was out there <laughs> in and Scott and Drive. I was like, bro, I don't know how we gonna figure out a way to win this game. And N.B.S. went out there and had seven catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. So and I, in the biggest moments in freezing cold weather, I've seen you make the craziest catches. So there's no reason for me to doubt you now. Obviously, he hasn't had the best season, but I've seen him do it with all the money on the line. So mm-hmm. and Travis Kelsey's Travis Kelsey. So I know he's gonna return and bounce back. But like DG said, you're the you're the highest paid guy in the room. You're the leader in the room. Go be an adult, bro. Just go do your job. I'm not ask you to do nothing crazy. Just catch the ball, bro. Something mm-hmm. you've been doing your whole life. Exactly.
0: Um, on defense, I'm gonna go with the Jared Sneed, man. See, he he got the biggest assignment. All right. <laughs> Guard Devontae Adams. <laughs> That's that Need. That paper a man. Long, Chris, that, I ain't man. gonna lie. That was Hitler from long. Yeah, he, he's, he's been, been doing that. The hit list is nice. But I'm just saying, it's another assignment. That's <laughs> That's one. One. It's another three. one. We got
3: JJ, Reed, AJ, and then
0: Tay is next. All right. Next? That's what I'm but Jerry Sneed, I'm looking at you, brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Trent, he, he gonna be fine. He doing his job over there. What you gonna do, brother? You've been doing all mm-hmm. season. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing, you know. Because what's name got a buck
3: fifty? Tell you ready. It's gonna be a good one.
0: Then, uh, what are what is a key matchup for you guys? I kind of named my key matchup in my what's but what's your key matchup?
3: The one you just said, Devontae Adams versus Jerry Snead. Like Snead been lining up predominantly outside this year, and Trent's kind of taking over that slot role. So they kind of vary at times, so they kind of switch up. But most of the time. The outside receivers, whoever the X is, Snead gets most of those reps. So that's going to be the matchup. But we know that Connell's going to give him his opportunities. They're going to throw towards him. And there's been some times where the Jerry Snee's play well. There's been some times where he's been a little grabby. And you want your corners to be aggressive at times. And I know Devonta Adams lives for those moments. So that's definitely the matchup as far as offensively and defensively for their standpoint, for me, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say my offensive line <laughs> against y'all defensive line. I think that's the key matchup right there. Uh if we have if you want to have any chance on offense, at least for any Aiden O'Connell's safety, <laughs> they're gonna have to play their best, their best game they've played all year, honestly. So uh that's that's honestly my key matchup right there. And for Josh, and for Josh Jacobs to have any chance to even sniff, sniff a hundred yards. So yeah, definitely, definitely the O line versus the D line for sure. Not DJ, DJ having
0: problems. Oh there you are.
1: My bad. My bad. Sneedy. This
3: is where you earn that bag right here, Sneedy. This is where you earn that bag game.
1: I think with the question was key matchups, right? Just
0: yeah, your key matchup.
1: Oh. Um, for me, I, I'm gonna keep saying it. It's the our receivers versus their secondary. Um man, can you can you prove this week that you can bounce back? You know, you had a terrible performance on Monday night. So, you know, you got a good chance to go out here and do some things right. Can you go out there and, and do that? You know, uh, mm-hmm. it's plain and simple. man. You know, go out there and execute. Facts. All right, fellas, let's
0: get to it. Score predictions. This computer going to work. Okay. Let's start with you, CJ. What's your score prediction, man?
3: given the fact it was a different score, but now that it's been confirmed that Max Crosby is more than likely not going to play, I thought he was teetering and he was going to end up being like a game-time decision. But if he's doubtful, that means – and I think the spread moved from, like, what, seven and a half to ten. So I think they're pretty much saying that he's probably not going to be active. So Max Crosby not playing. I'm going to go Chiefs 27, Raiders 20.
0: What you got, DG? Um, I I
1: say I say Chiefs 26, Raiders 17. What you got, Ma? All right,
2: so I'm gonna throw the Hail Mary up. Um we gotta keep <laughs> this, we gotta keep this uh, <laughs> a low score game, man. First have a chance. So I'ma say I gotta pick my Raiders, man. I'm gonna go Raiders twenty, Chiefs seventeen.
0: I'm gonna go Chiefs twenty eight, seventeen. All right, fellas, man. I appreciate y'all coming on. I'm saying always, definitely. Always. definitely wanted to, been wanting to get you guys, DG and CJ, on, on the pod for for a while now. So definitely glad you guys got on. You guys, you know, you're always welcome to come back. You know what I'm saying? Definitely going to have to, <clears throat> you know, get a whole Kingdom cast arrowhead chief podcast tell the truth. Mm-hmm. just a, yeah about 20 <laughs> boxes of <it. laughs> all of us on here and Ma, you know what it is with me and you man you know what i'm saying i'm glad you fell through man i told you i wanted you to come on the pod when we played this week and we both going to the game this week so you know hey, yeah, yeah, okay,
1: okay, okay. Yeah, so, that's
0: so, we the, so we will be in the building you know what i'm saying try to get What's, some how y'all been in
1: that stadium before of, oh yeah i used yeah. to work there it's oh, nice. Man. It's beautiful. I've been, nice. There a couple really? I've been
2: to plenty of games, man. Yeah, I've been <laughs> I've been
1: wanting to go in. So i nice. Them tickets are
2: nice. crazy. Besides all the roomba jokes, you know what I mean? It's cool. It's a nice <laughs> nah, it's <laughs> <a beautiful> stadium. <laughs> nah, it's
1: beautiful. No, it's <laughs> not it's, dope. Not it's,
2: dope. it's fire. No, nah, it's dope. It's dope. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all, man, inviting me, man. Mm-hmm. I know I'm in uh you know the jungle over here, man, on this side, you know what I mean? But not the the day, man, this is a sport, man no it's all fun and games man so you know it's all love on this side for sure yeah for sure
1: brothers
2: all right
0: fellas man till next time man peace Uh Mm all right people Go ahead and show love to the sponsors or affiliates, should I say? Hold on. Glitch Energy Drink. Shout out to Glitch Energy. Bam. Here we go. Glitch Energy Drink offers a wide range of delicious food flavors to suit everyone's taste preferences whether you're into fruity flavors like maui punch and cherry bomb i prefer something unique like blue smurf and grenades there's something for everyone glitch energy drink is not only great for gamers and workout warriors but also for everyday people who simply need a boost of energy it's a healthy choice that you can feel good about you can find more information and You can find more information and purchase Glitch Energy Energy Drink at GlitchEnergy.com. Remember to use the promo code AHGPOD, get 10% off your purchase, and start enjoying the benefits of this delicious and energizing drink. Shout out to Glitch Energy. All right, if you look down at the bottom, see the link, EMQ podcast.com slash locker dash room. You click on that link. You'll see all the podcasts that's under the every morning quarter quarterback umbrella. They got a, a chiefs one or they got a, a Patriots one, a Jets one, and they got ours. Arrowhead Chief podcast. Click on the link. You'll see all of our episodes past and recent ones. Um, also, check out their podcast. They talk about everything NFL league wide. They, you know, give picks for the week. Um, They do betting picks. Um, They do college football, talk about college football, too. So check them out over there at Every Morning Quarterback. Subscribe to their YouTube channel. Whatever streaming platform you use, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Apple, uh, whatever you use to listen to your podcast, Arrowhead Cheap Podcast is on there. So check us out. And whatever social media platform you use, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, Threads, TikTok, Arrowhead Chief Podcast on there, just follow us at 8H AH Chief Podcast. And we will follow you back because our motto is we are not Hollywood over here. We just fans just like y'all, man. And we just want to interact with the Chiefs Kingdom community. So go ahead and follow us. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that notification buttons because on Mondays at 2 or 4 uh, Central Standard Time, we go on live and recap, you know, with the games that we saw. And then on Friday, every Friday, we preview the game for Sunday or Monday. So, uh, yeah, hit us, you know, hit us up. You got feedback, critiques, you know, anything y'all want us to talk about, Chief Related, Hit us up, man. We're open to hear from you guys because we want this to be the best cheap podcast we can make for you guys. So, appreciate y'all coming through. Stopping in the comment section. Chuck, Nani, Joe, DJ Ant. You know, we appreciate you coming through, man. Joe, always. But uh, and I know Joe gave it to me. That? We Hollywood. Until next time, people. Let's get this dub on Sunday. We out.